Hello there, welcome back to a special series of MLEX podcasts designed to make sense of 2023 and what regulatory challenges the new year is likely to bring. My name is James Paniki, I'm MLEX's Asia-Pacific Senior Editor and I'm delighted to have your company again today. Now, throughout 2022, members of our anti-bribery and corruption team have been popping up on our weekly podcast with some enthralling stories of bribery, money laundering and all shapes and sizes of financial crime, or at times even a mixture of all of those elements. There have also been several examples of legislative shake-ups in those policy areas. But what does the new year hold? With this preview, here's our London-based senior correspondent, Martin Coyle. Hi, James. Thanks for that. Uh, So looking ahead to 2023 from a UK perspective, um, this year we'll see the departure of uh, Serious Fraud Office head Lisa Sofsky and hopefully uh, the announcement of a new permanent head of the UK's fraud agency. Uh, Osofsky's five-year tenure is up in August, and it's fair to say there's been some highs and lows from when she took up the reins in 2017. Uh, Earlier in her tenure, Osofsky helped shepherd through the deferred prosecution agreement against Airbus, which um, saw the plane maker hand over 991 million euros over um, wide-ranging corruption. Uh, And just last November, um, commodity giant uh, Glencore paid £276 million after pleading guilty to a corruption uh, in a London court. Um, so those are the highs. On the other hand, we saw the collapse of a criminal trial of two executives linked to Serco over disclosure failures by the F- SFO and the freeing of a trio of men linked to Unoil who saw their convictions quashed following SFO failures. Now, attention will turn on to who will get that top job and uh, indeed who will uh, take the job and what direction they will take the agency going forward. Um, The recruitment process is expected to begin shortly and um, headhunters will start looking out for candidates and we will be reporting on that process as the year goes on. The SFO will also this month see the start of a criminal trial of two men accused of corruption linked to a former Airbus unit known as GPT Special Project Management. Uh, Last year, a trial involving the men was halted after 10 weeks when the judge said it could no longer continue. Uh, The reasons behind that can't be reported due to uh, legal reasons, but the retrial is expected to start again this month in January. Um, Obviously, the SFO will be keen to get the year off with a bang and secure convictions in that trial. Now, the fraud agency will also be keeping a keen eye on UK legislative developments with the UK's second economic crime bill expected to be made law in the early part of this year. And that legislation could see one of the biggest shakeups of Companies House since it was formed more than 150 years ago. Um, Its measures include steps to improve transparency around company formations and to prevent companies from being used to launder money. Now, the Economic Crime and Corporate Transparency Bill will also extend the SFO's pre-investigation powers to all types of cases that it handles. This will extend its ability to force companies and individuals to hand over information on suspected criminality before formal investigations are started. This is expected to help speed up the process of bringing cases forward by the uh, fraud agency. Now, as part of that uh, legislative um, shake-up, there are are also attempts by lawmakers to extend the UK's 
failure to prevent uh, regime, which is used in um, corruption cases, uh, to cover fraud and money laundering cases. Now, it remains to be seen whether those um, attempts will be successful and they will be introduced as part of that law. So we'll, we'll be keeping a keen eye on that. Now, moving back to the courts, we will also see criminal trials later this year uh, for a former Goldman Sachs international analyst and his brother, a former Clifford Chance lawyer for inside for insider dealing and fraud charges, which they deny. Also, former Formula One head Bernie Eccleston will face a fraud trial in October over tax issues. Uh, he also denies the charges. And finally, from the UK, Credit Suisse will face a $2 billion civil fraud trial in London in October over its involvement in a deal to provide loans to help Mozambique's fishing industry. That so-called tuna bond scandal was mired in allegations of corruption. Now, moving to my colleagues colleagues overseas. Uh, so we have Paula Morine in uh, Brazil. She will be reporting on the appointment of the former Brazilian Competition Authority President uh, Vinicius Marque de Carvalho as head of the uh, Brazil's anti-corruption agency. She'll be reporting on how if uh, Carvalho will continue um, with the agency's use of leniency agreements and if he will expand and improve on the country's uh, anti-corruption efforts uh, and to see how he will move the agency forward. Uh, now, the former uh, agency head, Mr. Rosario, he's signed, he was part of a, he was involved in signing 25 leniency agreements, including uh, various companies, including Honeywell and Keppel. Uh, so it remains to be seen whether this um, w- will continue going forward, and she'll be reporting on that throughout the year. In the US, my colleague Sam Rubenfeld will continue his excellent reporting on all manner of issues, including the following the fascinating fallout from the Sam Bankman-Fried crypto case. He recently pleaded not guilty to a multitude of fraud charges and is due to stand trial in October. And it remains to be seen whether that one will actually reach the courts. We shall see. Further developments um, in the US will, cl- will include the... Uh, implementation of the um, Corporate Transparency Act. There's also a Supreme Court case involving uh, criminal sovereign immunity. Uh, uh, that's a claim by Halk Bank, a Turkish state-owned bank. We will also see the um, sentencing of Glencore in the US on corruption charges. Uh, and also there's a, a criminal case of business businessman Alex Saab, who's who's accused of laundering um, money involved in a Venezuelan bribery scheme. So that's what we have lined up for the year for 2023. I'm sure there'll be lots more to come and lots more to cover. And uh, back to you, James. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Martin. Martin Coyle there, an MLEX senior correspondent covering anti-bribery and corruption, money laundering and other forms of financial crime from our offices in London. And we'll have one more instalment in our series of 2023 special podcasts, which will be appearing in your feed in coming days. Please watch out for that. Now, if you're not already a subscriber to MLEX's podcasts, then this is your time to shine. You'll find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify and Stitcher. And at our website, you'll find an archive of podcasts from the past few years, along with the very best reporting and analysis from MLEX journalists around the world. 
Our web address is as follows, mlexmarketinsight.com. That's mlexmarketinsight.com. Just click on a tab called News Hub and it will all be there at your virtual fingertips. That's it for today. The podcast is produced and presented by me, James Paniki. It's published with the assistance of MX's award-winning marketing team in London. And our executive producer is Richard Thompson. From everyone here at MLEX and LexisNexis, thank you for your company. Bye for now. Music